Hey guys, welcome into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe. Um, we're grateful that you're jumping in with us. And since we're a live show and not just a regular taped podcast, we have to address, we're late, we're apologizing, I'm sorry, we're sorry. We're 10 minutes late. Thank you for joining us live when you do. Um, I know I'm sure we get certain people. Yeah, Lizzie, you're going to have to turn that phone sorry, off. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yes, um, but we're here. Um, so there you go. Um, we're, we're packed today. We're going to try to make the most of this now. Um, we got two interviews coming up. The Strix are coming in at 830. Look forward to that coming up here. Uh, they're going to jump in with us. Also, interview Route 66 at 915. Also, we've got all kinds of things to get into. So um, here we are. It is October 11th, 2023. It's a live podcast for live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, all the time. Of course, on our website, canceltheshow.com. Check out our original content. Go to our site. Uh, you can check out our merchandise. You can check out what platforms you want to jump into as well. And, of course, jump in on these lines right now. If you want to say something, if you want to be heard, we'll try to do that as well. Okay. Uh, the, the whole situation, the, the disaster... Um, the atrocities that have happened in Israel. The news is still there. Day three. I don't want to keep talking about this. Uh, we got a lot of topics to get into, lots to get into, um, short amount of time to get into it now. But uh, a couple things to follow up there with right out of the gate. Um, Joe Biden needs to resign immediately. I know he's not. He's the weakest president. He's the dumbest president, the most corrupt president, the most feeble president, the most... Um, uh, let's say, um, embarrassing per, uh, president that we've had in the history of this country. He responded yesterday, weak ass shit. That's all he had to say. Um, Democrats, you should be embarrassed that that guy is your party leader. At least the Republicans have a leader. You may not like him, but you damn well respect him. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm talking about the Donald Trump. Um, if Trump was in office, do you think you'd hear the kind of crap Biden said? Yet? Oh, I'm, I'm talking with my uh, informants. I've got my staff on it. We're looking at possibly finding out with Israeli intelligence. Are you kidding me? Get a team of SEALs over to that freaking area and get our freaking Americans out. 20 Americans still being held hostage. Who knows what the hell is happening to them? And you're up there. Uh, he had what a, a ten minute presser, and he mumbled almost the whole time. He mumbled, and he was like, "Just don't." I mean, it angers Just me. Don't. I'm frustrated. I'm very frustrated this morning about many things. That one uh, of them. That the that worst. the key. How can you be? America is not what we were. Stop saying this is the best country in the world. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not, it makes us feel good, and we're not about feelings here. We're not. We suck as a country because of our leadership. It could change really fast. Are you kidding me? Mm. It's almost as if we... The vibe to me did not seem like we're going to go get our Americans today. No, oh, no. He oh, let's give so him, tw I bet, $20, $20 billion. And he was mm. refused to freeze the $6 billion that they gave to Iran. He's refusing 
to admit that Iran is behind all the bullshit that has happened. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry, I can only watch so many videos of women being drug off, raped, oh. men being shot. Uh, kids being stolen from their, their their parents, kids being locked in cages. Uh, check, show this video, Joe, that Lizzie sent. Mm. Um, the, if this doesn't freaking piss you off, and then you've got bullshit groups like BLM and the squad members and all these dumbass college kids coming out saying, oh, we support Palestine. You better say you support Palestine. If you support them, then keep your mouth shut. This is not the time to say no, it isn't. I'm pro-Palestinian when a group that represents Palestine has just uh, does that make sense? Yeah, don't be do, do not support if you if you support Palestine now you you can't say are, it publicly. We, it doesn't you make not sense. Say it public. You are a complete it shows where your heart is jerk i mean how can you 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 don't like humanity i mean i don't get it i do, i get that you might have you might yourself be palestinian but you know what i'm irish and if the irish did this right now yeah. to to jewish people i would feel the same way stop your your pride of who, what your nationality is and have a freaking heart Here's the video of these kids being locked in cages. All right, the, the literal the literal and, hatred I have for that guy well, laughing right now, that guy laughing right now has a special place in hell. What a well, ugh, at least those kids are alive. My tongue. Well, we don't know that. I bet they're not. Well, at the time of the video, um, uh, we did know about another site where at least forty kids decap four babies, yes. forty babies could decapitate him. Yes. Um, I, I'm trying to balance everything with this, guys, because I'm telling you, in the end, there is no balance in this. Um, balance in regards to what has happened, and yes, these atrocities are happening. Mm -hmm. Atrocities. Our government's doing this on purpose. Yes. Would. Would and I'm sorry, and I don't want to piss people off. Would people within Israel allow something like this to happen so that they could accomplish a greater risk, a greater goal? Is the Uniparty of the United States in Israel as well? Is the deep state involved around the entire world to create a war so that we get to see these horrible videos so that it upsets us and pisses us off so much mm -hmm. that people will want war? That people Correct. will want vengeance. People will want blood. Because once again, as I said, we're not talking about Hunter Biden. We're not talking about Joe Biden outside of his disastrous speech yesterday. We're not talking about the link between those two in their criminal enterprise. We're not talking about immigration anymore, are we? We're not talking about the dumbass Mayorkas who said he was going to build a wall of some sort, then coming out the next day, and, well, we're going to backtrack on that because his own party came after him. We're not talking about all these illegals infiltrating this country, are we? No. Our attention, as I said, be smart about this. I legitimately try to make this show different than any other in America mm -hmm. where you're thinking two, three steps beyond. Not just wrapped up in all the emotion right now. Mm -hmm. Why is this happening? We're not talking about those things. That's true. You're Hell, we're not even right. talking about Trump at his trial, which he was just getting ready to destroy mm -hmm. um, the attorney general there. No, 
of New York. No, we're talking about this. Yeah. We should be because of what happened and the world should see it. But we're not talking about other massive issues within the United States. Yes. Huge issues. Um, Huge. Donald Trump destroying the Republican Party. Almost as if something that came to me last night when I was doing research, Lizzie. Joe Biden, all it puts him back in a situation where he can try to somewhat be a leader. Mm -hmm. Because being a leader, when another country is fighting and won't say, we stand behind Israel. Yes. That can make you look more positive. Correct. But he even screwed that up yesterday. Yeah, he sure did. Just, just think again. Temper the emotions of all the bullshit that we showed you see coming out of those mm -hmm. places. And our 20 Americans held hostage. And what, 11 more dead. Uh, we're we're going to... Yeah, his speech, there was nothing about his speech yesterday nope. that showed me any, any sort of strength. Am I out of my mind? No, you are, you are absolutely right on it. And I know that most of us are caught up, me especially, caught up on the emotions of seeing these little kids. But if you just step back and breathe for a second... This is so nefarious because it are, and, and we said it yesterday, that our government is part of this and we can break it all down. But if you think with a- What do you mean we're part of this? Well- our, I'm sorry, I just didn't understand. Well, our government is all involved in all of this with, if you sit down and look what all of our politicians are saying, the Lindsey Grahams of the world, but then you look at Rand Paul, the only measured person right now in our political climate, they're all acting like a Lindsey Graham, which would be right now a Lizzie Sparks, and I'm all so mad and blah, blah, blah. But then you have to be measured, like Rand Paul, you're very similar to Rand Paul, and that's a compliment. You're being very measured about it and saying that, yes, this is horrible what is going on with Israel. But you have to look about what is the bigger picture, how this affects America, and what is really going on. Yes, there is really slaughtering of children, but our country is so nefarious. And I am one of those ones that say, I love America. I love America. And the people are not even as great as they used to be either because of how history is today. Our young kids don't even really care about this right well, now. Well, there's a lot of... Once again, it, there's a lot of layers. There is not only layers. do we obviously give billions to Israel every year mm -hmm. because they're our partner, they're our ally, our number one ally. We've also promoted and given money to Palestine. We, we sure just have. have. We have. We have. Um, we've provided um, through <laughs> back doors weapons. Mm -hmm. um, once again, as we've had people on the show say, don't think for a second CIA is not involved all over the world creating wars, creating problems to continue to keep wars going on so that money can be made so that we can keep destabilization all over this world so that there's always issues so that nobody can ever 100% live harmoniously. Once again, mm -hmm. taking it to a different level in a different place, good versus evil. Aaron says, I love DeSantis' answer to Morning Joe. Um, he said, yes, be measured. Put the screws to Iran and support Israel's right to defend themselves. Uh, it was a great response. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. That was a very good response. From Ron DeSantis. He came out. Uh, president Trump also taking, or former President Trump taking it to level, are these kinds of people within the United States? Could we possibly see something here? Yes. Uh, if there's intel out there, 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, Colonel Joe told us two years ago, um, 
this was going to happen in the United States at some point in time. There would be attacks within the United States. Um, you look at all of the kinds of people who are being taken at our border from all, I mean, the number one country uh, where the, the, the actual border patrol is picking up people mm-hmm. on list, Afghanistan. Yeah, that's that's scary as hell. They're coming to the United States. They're they inside. They're, they're in your cities. Yes, yes. They're in LA. They're in New York. They're in St. Louis. They're in Chicago. They're in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. They're in Dallas. They're in Atlanta. They're in Denver. They're all low. They're in Texas. I promise you that much. Yes. They're, well, they're every, well, they're even here. And we'll get into this on October 30th. We're going to have a guest that she's from Afghanistan, and she can tell you all all of this that you're saying is true, Vic. All of it. We need to be very prepared. When's you coming in again? October 30th. Okay. And she's from Afghanistan. We have two people coming in from the same perspective, but she's telling everything that we're saying is absolutely true, but she's got specifics and, and people are all over. They're even in rural areas from Afghanistan preparing to um, hurt us. Then you have the squad members not saying anything. Mm. I mean... Harvard's president is now coming out after they released a statement, uh, allegedly a student group, talking about, oh, well, we support Palestine. Well, the the Harvard president, 48 hours later, came out and said, well, I didn't read that statement that came out representing Harvard. But free amendment speech should be allowed. Well, we'll see if you have Riley Gaines at your campus anytime soon, Mm -hmm. speaking about the transgender men, biological men trying to ruin women's sports. Yeah, we'll see if... People talking about the truth and the science, the God-given science of why she's right, get an opportunity to exercise their First Amendment speech. Once again, stay far, far, far away from schools like Harvard. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not what it used to be. It's just not. Uh, Then you have squad members. um, And I don't care if AOC at a pro-Palestinian march on Sunday in New York City, said she was against the terrorist act. She refused to say she was against Hamas. Mm-hmm. Um, President Biden refused to admit Hamas, refused to admit yeah. Iran, all oh, terrorist, terrorist, terrorist. Um, say it for what it is. Mm-hmm. There's more and more evidence on a daily basis. Tell the Once truth. again, there's good people in Palestine, not the terrorist groups. And who are the terrorist groups being funded by? I'm sorry, 100%. They're being taken care of by Iran. They can't coordinate it by themselves. And that's not me being mean to these, these, these men who are out there doing the crap that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least the White House, and I can't, I mean, I guess they have no other way of going about this. Check out this uh, picture that we have. KJP and the White House actually lashed out at the squad members yesterday because of their support for Palestine because their support you don't promote Palestine in a time like this you can support Palestine but when you do it gets confused with supporting the terrorists who are doing these things to Americans quote we believe they're wrong we believe they're repugnant and we believe they're disgraceful that's KJP in the White House talking about Cory Bush mm-hmm. St. Louis's own AOC Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. It does not take a rocket scientist at all to understand that those four are for hurting our country. And they've been called out for years. They have. The media has refused to call them out for their hate. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, you don't talk about what they're talking about. Now, Cori Bush 
in the, I mean, she's brain dead. She really is. We already know that. Mm -hmm. She was fortunate to get elected by a few people in her district. Cori Bush has actually come out and said, in the midst, even, even if you don't like Israel, now is not the time to say it. Mm-hmm. No, it you can have whatever opinion you want. Corey, we understand you're not an intelligent woman. You're just not. I know you grew up tough. I know you grew up on the streets and you grew up hard. And you got street education is what you said. Okay, fine. Now is not the time to be running your mouth. Or maybe it is so that at least the rest of the world can see what you really are. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not about coexisting. You're not about trying to help citizens. She flat out came out and said, it's now time to stop supporting Israel. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I can't even say she's tone deaf. She's an idiot. She's a flat out idiot for that comment. She is. Why now? Why not? Because she is a Black Lives Matters person. Yeah, she is. And of course, Black Lives Matter nationally promoting Palestine, Chicago, putting out their own BLM stuff and mm-hmm. support. Once again, you can support whoever the hell you want, but it shows us who you are. Yes, it does. And your timing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, 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 wow. Jill says Israel is under attack, brutal attack. You're either a supporter of them or not. That's the only stance that can be taken right now. She's absolutely right. Kathy says Cori Bush is literally illiterate. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Isn't supporting our enemies treason? Is it impeachable? It's a good question, but we do have the opportunity of free speech. I don't know if that would be a line. Certainly not going to happen when it comes with this president who doesn't know where he is, who doesn't really know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Ben, the AOC did speak up against supporting terrorism. I said that she said that on Sunday. She was she was at a pro-Palestinian march, which is... That's nothing out of both sides. It kind of is. Supporting the people is not, but you don't go public with supporting Correct. people in the midst of the videos and the things that you're seeing happening to Israel. I don't care. Yeah, well, you don't know what's happened to the Palestinian people. And this is the argument I have with my friend. Not argument, debate. Okay. Whatever gives you the right to go attack like this? 1,500 terrorists bulldozing a wall, coming in and doing what they're doing? Really? Yeah. And the bulldozing of the wall... But that you talked about yesterday, a lot of people aren't even talking about that. They're talking about the parasailing, and that's how they. Well, get it was in. all part of it. Oh, I. It yes, was a coordinated yes. effort, and I'm sorry. But they don't get the wall. It was. It, it was a highly, highly coordinated effort. Absolutely, and you know what? And <laughs> our intelligence people, they and, knew it. And how is it that we have more video coming out of Israel about the attacks than we have in Ukraine? Uh huh. The only videos we get out of Ukraine are people enjoying life. Correct. Uh, did you see that Zelensky's wife came to New York City, spent a million dollars in a diamond store? I did not see that. Now, how does that make you feel? Shame on you, Zelensky. Shame on you, Biden. Shame on you, Nikki Haley, and anybody else who wants to send money, 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 money mm-hmm. to Ukraine. Correct. And I that, don't care if she had money from before. It's a bad look. It sure is. You don't go to a New York jewelry store and spend a million dollars on jewelry while your country is allegedly being attacked. We're going to call it straight on the show. That's what we always do. Yep. That's what we want. That's what we want to know people that the show is different. We're going to call this stuff out. We're going to do the research. How is it that we're getting more video mm-hmm. out of Israel where it appears that there's a real war going on, but we don't right. really see the videos no. out of, quote, Ukraine? Because it's all fake. 
fake. It, I'm almost all of it's fake. I mean, come on. And that was my point yesterday. Where are the people that had Ukraine signs in their yard? They don't have Israel signs in their yard. They still have their effing BLM signs in their yard. Jill says that was a while ago. Yes, it was, but it was during a war, I thought. I yeah. was told it was during the war. It was during the war. That, yeah, I thought it was a new one. But if it was one from before, yeah, it was. And that was a little F you to America is what that was. It was like, ha ha, Joe, I got your balls in a ringer. And now I'm going to come over to your country and show you who's boss. Robert says, I want to know, was this a false flag? Sure smells like it to me. Politicians use oh. citizens as pawns uh, 100%. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we are the pawns. We are absolutely the pawns in their little game of money, power, greed, and and pure, just diabolical evilness. So that's going on right now in Israel. 20 Americans. What are you going to do about it? The president refusing to free $6 billion. Mm. He's refusing to freeze it right now. Um, would it cause problems for Palestinians who don't have anything to do with this? yes. But guess what? There's casualties of war. We're going to yes. see it now. Because as Israel goes back and attacks Hamas, attacks these terrorists, maybe attacks Hezbollah coming back as they rebound from the attack they just took, uh, it's going to get ugly. Mm -hmm. It's going to get nasty. It's really sad, though, when you look at this from a worldwide standpoint. I mean, there's a lot of hatred still for Jews. Uh, check out this video from Australia. I mean, and I know it's not a quote, lot of people, and you can't judge an entire country or an entire group of people by a few, but when you look at how many people live in a place or are part of a place, you can't judge everybody by a few, but it does go to show a sentiment that is still there mm -hmm. with Jews and going after Jews. Um, it, oh, Joe, can't, you can't find it? Okay. I know I don't know what video. I, I'm not seeing anything about Australian... <laughs> Lizzie, can you take it over so I can yeah. explain well, this to Joe? And, and, and that's what is so, so awful about all of this is one of our listeners, I believe it was Joanna, was even saying when you get on Twitter or any other social media, the first thing that you see is not any empathy for, for our Jewish friends or for Israel. It's all about how you know the, the Palestinians are getting attacked. Well, of course they're getting attacked, and I don't even know that they're getting attacked enough. And the one thing that Americans have to realize, and this is where people probably my age and up through, you know, my grandparents' age, we understand history. We understand the truth of what this is. The, we, they're not our allies. The, the Palestinians, for government reasons and history reasons, they're not our allies. So Americans have to embrace who is our allies. If you're a Christian, you have to back what is biblical. And what is biblical is backing the Jewish people. And so this may piss off a lot of people. I don't think it'll piss off many of our listeners. But if you're new to our show and don't understand biblical principles and real history, we have to back Israel. And even if it doesn't have anything to do with politics, you can't be okay with evil people cutting children's heads off. It's as simple as that. And you are dealing with good versus evil. And did we find it? I don't know. Okay. okay. We got it. We got it. So, I mean, so go ahead and show that then, Joe. The one that you just sent me, uh, hold on. No, that's, that's not, that's not it. 
Okay, that, that's then, a different. Then I don't just know. don't worry about it. Go, yeah. okay. don't worry. Yeah, there's no Australian. Nothing about us. But, it's but, not in the name. But but it's, it is. But that is what is. But what to your point? That is what's going on. If you look at Australia, you look at other countries, you look at social media. There is no empathy for Jewish people. There's just no empathy for it. And I saw a billboard that if in, in our area that this was even before this attack happened. But it made me think, what the hell is going to happen? Because there's a billboard. To talking about, you know, that it wasn't that long ago that the Holocaust happened. There is true Jew hate still to this day. Well, yeah, there's, there, there's, um, I mean, there's deniers. It happens. I, I try, as I told you too, to think about this and listening to the guests that we had that was pro-Palestinian. And I met some of the most amazing people from Palestine when I was mm-hmm. in Detroit. I did. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Because that war between the two sides has been going on forever, mm-hmm. Um, they hate each other. It's not ever going to stop. I'm sorry. We already talked about the scripture points of it yesterday. And and I've seen some people be totally brutalized Mm -hmm. or heard stories from the other side. Now, I know now is not the time. It's tone deaf to talk about that. Correct. But you can't, I mean, there's innocent people all over the world that are in bad places because they're born into bad places. Mm -hmm. Um. That doesn't mean the people are bad. I'm telling you, those terrorist groups and the governments are. Yeah, and it's the government. And, and Trump was calling out Iran. He mm-hmm. called out Iran when the $6 billion went there. He's like, yes, he wait did. for an attack. Mm-hmm. He's like, this has now emboldened them to attack. What did right. they do? They attacked. Yes. Uh, then semantics comes into play. Well, Iran really isn't there. There's no proof of what's going on. Okay. Yeah. And, and there's no proof that Joe Biden... Uh, didn't have a business relationship with Hunter to put the United States in the situation that we are now from that standpoint either. Right. And it proves, uh, again, that Trump is always telling us before it happens what's going to happen. People don't want to believe it. People want to hate him. But he's been right on just about everything. Well, he's been right a lot on that. That's for sure. He sure has. Um, Very th- good with foreign affairs. This is Cancel This, Cancel This Show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe in the house. Um just wrapping up and talking about some of the latest that was going on with the whole situation with Americans. Not only do you have 11 dead, you've got 20 that are being held hostage. Um, the United States gave Iran $6 billion a few weeks ago to get hostages. <laughs> what the hell's going to happen now? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're holding Americans and you're refusing to take money back to to freeze it? That's, that is... Re- I don't even have words for that. I mean, think about it. He's so weak, but it's strategic how weak he is. I mean, it's all planned. Um, National media, how much do you hate Donald Trump that you're not going to put all of the pressure square on the shoulders? Being president is not easy and it's not fun. But if you want it so bad, lead. Mm -hmm. Where are the leaders at? Where are all these people at? Where are all the messages about getting our Americans back, getting Israelis back? Mm-hmm. I know that that's a war that they had them with. It's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, Joe, do you have the video? Did I send you the video with Rashid, Rashida Tlaib refusing to answer the reporter, a Fox News digital reporter founder? Uh, and followed her, asking her about the dead babies that I was that we were referring to earlier. Mm-hmm. She's literally refusing to answer or say anything about this. 
She is pro-Palestinian. She is from Dearborn, Michigan. Mm -hmm. um, that is the largest contingent of Muslims. And I'm just telling you, most of the Muslims that I met there, because I, I did stories in Detroit, in Dearborn. I was in their mosque. I was invited in to do a week-long series. They were good people. Yeah, I may, I may not have sent it to you. That's why I was asking if I had hey, sent that's it. That's why I, I don't No, I this don't is know. it. Okay, that's, no. yeah, I wasn't sure. Uh, here she is. is so awful and you know i soon as she was elected it, there was no surprise to me where she was located at what her thoughts are and that is someone that they're muslim americans though that's that of course I, she's going to be there well, well, and nothing I, I can remove her well i know i get nothing can remove her understand that that, that area of dearborn that is that's a muslim area yes, and it is. they're always going to select muslim people the sad thing is is that most of those people probably i mean they support pal that's who they are but that but that is but then of course the, to our, but to as we American heard too I, I know it's, it's i mean there's no defending it's so that, compli the, the, it's, com it's complicated but there's no defending that no I mean, there's not there's none they are not our allies they do not like americans palestinians they live in should our be country. standing up all over the world yes but they're not saying that going against this but but they're not they but they don't because they say israelis have been murdering and killing and oppressing well, them go the back home for I mean, 60 I'm like, go 70 the back home. 80 go, years go, go i agree there. with you go there and get the hell out of america i cannot be okay with this at all the and problem is she flies the palestinian flag yes she does that's awful um where she is right now right now is not a time to be flying the palestinian no it flag. isn't take that damn flag now is not a time to be saying you support palestinians no it would be the equivalent of <laughs> republicans putting together an army and going and killing democrats and then republicans flying a republican flag and saying, oh, well, we support Republicans. No, it, it's not the time to do that. No. Uh, and, and this is right. Chris says Muslim and Islamic are two completely different things. They are. But they intertwine. They and do intertwine. And those communities intertwine. Yes, they do intertwine. And it gets confusing, which is, again, why we've been talking about what we were. True. Um, uh, I'd argue no time is the time to fly the flag of a terrorist organization. I'm with Aaron on this. I agree. One. I am totally. On but that. Palestinians will also tell you that Hamas is not their leadership. The problem is, we say, yeah, they all hate America anyway. The, but mean, they do. They do hate America. There's literally no defending this. That even though they are two different things, they do not put America first. They come here, and I'm, and I don't care if I make people angry. It, it's it probably more true than not. They don't come here to make America better. They come here to get whatever the hell they can get out of America and Americans, and they don't care if it hurts us. Well, we've been told by army types, military types, 
for two years, going back to the radio show and then the podcast, Americans don't care enough. And that's why this country will face a civil war. You're that's right. by that the year true. 2050, there will be enough Muslim Americans in the United States yes. to elect a Muslim president. Mm-hmm. Wake that Is up. that a good thing? Bad thing? You decide. That's bad. I'm just, I, I'm just telling you right now, when you look at the stats, when you look at the data, when you look at the births, when you look at the immigration slash mm-hmm. legal and illegal, mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Well, our lovely Joe Biden leader, he brags about that soon the white race will be the minority. Now, okay, I don't care if I'm the minority or not. I don't care about the color part of it, except for the fact if it is Muslims and people from Islam that do not fundamentally like our founding fathers and what they wanted from America. I have a very big problem. The founding fathers warned us of this sort of thing. One that won't happening. One that won't try to go in and out, not like Barack Obama. (laughs) I know that our our chat line is saying we already did. We voted for Barack Obama. Well Well, yeah but he went in and out. He was inside, he was out, he was in and out mm-hmm. playing the game. Yeah, he I'm talking about one that's not going to play the game. Yes. Well, his middle name, and when you look at his background, he's Muslim, and, he, and he's very much a Muslim sympathizer. He didn't come right out right away and go, oh my gosh, and let's condemn this. No, this it, it, he did after he was called out. But only after he was he called was out. He was called out. He was called out. And then he finally put a statement out. But it was only after he was called out Correct. that that happened. And it was only a little statement. That's it. And do we, we don't have anybody backstage, do we? Okay. I was just making sure. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the whole thing is so scary that we even have to talk about this. And there's so many people in our country that don't understand the gravity of what is going on. And then what is, how it's going to affect us right here at home. Well, we had our 9-11, and we can break that down. Mm-hmm. Just think about this. This was the most killing, the worst atrocities that Israel had since the Holocaust. That is so sad. And we're talking about in the year 2023. And of course, we've, we've broken down every part of it that we possibly can, but at the end of the day, there are still 20 Americans unaccounted for um, somewhere. Mm-hmm. taken, murdered, they haven't found their, but something, somewhere, somehow. And of course, we've already talked about the other horrible sides of things that are going on. Um, we'll continue to talk about that. We'll show you a video. Um, of course, the nice transgender LGBTQ community came out, was so polite to Riley Gaines yesterday while she was just sitting there wow. being kind, exercising her free speech, her First Amendment right. We'll get into that video. The House trying to elect a speaker today or this week. Uh, they do that secretly, but they may be trying to change the, the rules a little bit so that nothing like this ever happens again. Some people like that. Some people don't. Uh, we'll tell you about new numbers um, when it comes to the Republican primary um it's getting worse for everybody not named donald trump let's just put it that way um we'll also continue to break down what's happening in israel from that standpoint i get concerned when it comes to our gas prices as we've talked about what's going to happen in the middle east but i'm also concerned about what we talk about 
on Wednesdays with Kathy. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned. Helping Strick and Steve Strick, guys. Thank you. I love it. You know what? If we can't have you in studio, your shot at your house looks amazing. It does. You yeah. guys look good. Hopefully, you're you're doing well. Um, we take a deep breath for a second because of everything that's been going on in yeah, Israel. We're pretty fired up, so I'm really glad to see you guys. Um, and we'll get back into the uh, the seriousness of everything else that's going on. I uh, wanted to touch base again with you guys from. Um, you guys are back from Vegas. How did uh, how did the speech go? Or the uh, the talk go, Kathy? And um, what's the uh, the sentiment of what you had to say? Yeah, uh, the talk was good. It, it's it's definitely we had <clears throat> about half of the amount of attendees, a little little more than half of the amount of attendees as usual, which is pretty much the sentiment in real estate right now. A lot of people are getting out of it. They can't hold on, you know, much longer. So we <clears throat> had a less attendance. So that was something that was very noticeable. Um, but no, the talk was good because the people that are, are there are the people that are going to survive. Basically, um, they're there trying to hone their hone their skills and make every opportunity count. Uh, so what I was talking about was <clears throat> how to have conversations to um, help people understand where they're at, where they might be paralyzed, and why, and move them forward in decision making. So there was some role playing and things like that around that. So that went really well. Um, but the big, you know, the big stuff talked about is, you know, not a big change expect to happen in the immediate future. Rates are still expected to stay a little bit high. And Steve can talk more about that. <clears throat> um, but in the meantime, there's still people that are selling a whole lot of houses. So that was uh, good to hear. And then, of course, AI everywhere. AI, AI, AI about everything. So how, what, how, what's AI's effect? AI is, is helping, um, people run businesses with a smaller staff, basically. Uh, so that's one thing that's come out of it. And then just, I mean, I can't even, I haven't even been able to wrap my head around all the AI things that came at me at this convention. Yeah, I need to jump in into it. But even things like Vic virtual podcast studios that are amazing, amazing through AI, um, mm, stuff yeah. like that, that, that you can utilize. So um, they should. How to, how to do, Everybody how to do analysis through AI, how to do a uh, certain PDF um, analysis and, and turn things into scripts and, <clears throat> and conversations to be able to have overcome objections, things like that is all through AI training. So it's been, you know, interesting more than just chat GPT, you know, agents are like, Ooh, AI chat GPT, but there's just like a whole world of, of things that are out there workflows you can create all kinds of things through through the world of ai so kind and, of fun and, and are they using ai now so like when you go on say you know like your site or someone else's site and they're looking to buy a home and it's really empty do they use ai to put furniture in there as well yeah we've been using virtual staging for a while with mm -hmm. that but that's going to get better and better and um you know, recordings of things, photographs of things, all of that is go is is improving on a minute by minute basis right now. So you're going to definitely see AI impact real estate in in many ways. How about the St. Louis area these days? Obviously, we're a national show, but wanted to talk about the majority of our our listeners and viewers, at least right now. I think this morning, what what's the latest trends when it comes to the St. Louis metropolitan area? Well, we're still seeing people pick up the phone and thinking about selling right now. So I think the people that have been sitting on the sidelines, a lot of them are just tired of sitting there. They've come to the realization that things aren't going to change drastically overnight. So we're seeing a little bit of movement in the St. Louis area. Uh, you still have some buyers that are 
trying to set out rates, but I think Steve can talk to that too. Is there, some of them are tired of waiting. You know, mm -hmm. Some of them are going to family members for some money. Uh, you can still utilize things like the 2-1 buy-down to, to get your payment a little lower for the next couple of years in hopes that they're going to go down. So we're seeing movement. I, I usually September, October is the slowest in the St. Louis market. And I've had probably more listing appointments in the last couple of weeks than I've had in two months. So. Oh, wow. That's good news. What about the yeah. inventory rate throughout the area here? Inventory is coming on about five still 500 plus a week right now Vic so it's not really dropped drastically like we're like we're usually seeing it but there we are seeing some price reductions <clears throat> still in little pockets but we've also had houses that had 15 offers on them a week <laughs> or two ago so uh Sherry says people are fleeing <laughs> I don't know what yeah. that means <laughs> <laughs> true true um, also, and Joe if you could scroll their phone numbers please I'd appreciate it buddy uh if you want to give them a call it's 314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. That's how you can get in contact with Kathy Elbig-Strict and her team at Experience Real Estate Partners. Once again, 314-276-SOLD. Steve Strict with New American Funding, of course. Um, the, the beautiful side piece to Kathy right there. You can give him a call at 314-374-0770. Uh, we'll talk about New Age in a little bit. Steve, what's heading uh, up with this uh, mortgage situation that Kathy was referring to? Yeah, I mean, um, unfortunately, I, I would love to bring good news, but we don't see a break in it anytime soon. I'm thinking that we're in this for another six months. You know, mm -hmm. I just read an article to where the... Um, Mortgage Bankers Association, the National Association of Home Builders, and the National Association of Realtors are all pleading to the Fed to yeah. start announcing that they're not going to raise rates anymore. Yeah. They're, they're just asking them to publicly <laughs> announce it. Mm -hmm. So it's getting that bad to where, you know, those major associations within our respective industries, they're concerned about this hard landing. And, um, you know, if it keeps down this path, it is going to be really difficult for for a lot of people over the winter, you know, they say winter is coming. What have you done to prepare for it? And I don't think anybody could have prepared for this. Do you think anything that's happening across seas has will affect the housing market in any way? Or is it just petroleum? Is it gas? I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to affect the mortgage market that's usually affected by, uh, I mean, national disasters and, and, and wars and things like that. They do typically affect it. But I don't think it could push it in that direction anymore. Mm -hmm. I think our economy, you know, getting hit a little bit is what it's going to take for us to uh, to see a dip in interest rates. But there's no rhyme or reason to what's going on right now, and uh, we can't predict what's happening. Mm -hmm. You guys still seeing prices are still continuing to rise in a lot of areas. I mean, maybe not to the ex to the fast extreme that it was before, but um, you know, we are still seeing increase in home values at this point is the only way home value prices going down would be by an incredible amount of inventory that comes open yes yes that's the only way right and then and, and you're going to see some people that drastically overpaid that have to move in the short term so they're going to take a you know they might take a hit in in little pockets and the housing markets like austin and you know parts of California and stuff that really, really rapidly increased. You might see some backwards movement there, but for the most part, yes. If there's a line of people waiting to buy, someone's going to buy it. So it's not going to go backwards and, until there's a situation where we have a little more balanced market. 
Uh, Tara from the chat line says, Guys, Zillow says my Kirkwood home has decreased in value over the last 30 days. Does does that mean yeah. anything to you guys or why? or Don't believe everything no. Zillow says. Yeah. No, and that's, that's an algorithm and it's based on whatever comps that fell off before and whatever comps are available right now that they're basing it on. So you'll see that go up and down. Isn't Zillow one of those things that you can't really believe much of what they say or am I wrong about that? What you what you say? I'm sorry, I missed that. Z- Zillow a lot is isn't Zillow. Yeah. You can't really believe much of you what they rely say. on the algorithms completely yeah. because they are um, they are they're not taking into account features, updates, things like that. There's a lot of um, assumptions made with the algorithms. However, the longer they're around. And the more that there's like sales in the area, the closer they can become. So when you're in pockets of areas that have a lot of the same type of houses, though, like the, the plan developments, those subdivisions that have the cookie cutter, the same three style, two stories and the same two ranches, those type of things, those can increasingly over time become closer and closer because they've got a lot of the exact same models that are selling. But then you get like a Kirkwood that has some really old bungalow houses and then next door to something that got torn down and has a million dollar plus house on it, you start mm-hmm. having that be more of a hodgepodge type area. That becomes really hard to rely on the algorithms for that because the, the data is all over the place. That makes a lot of sense. Depending, What on I always do, just so you know, I pull up all of the algorithms. I have four that I, <clears throat> that I go to. I look at all of their prices. And then I also go and do the neighborhood or the area comps or the, the zip code or the school district or whatever I think is going to be the closest to that style home, even down to the style. If I have a two-story, I'm going to try to compare it to other two-story or story and a half, not so much the ranches, <clears throat> if, there's enough in, if there's enough information. So if all of those numbers are close, then that's a good sign. That means everybody's kind of feeling the same sentiment. But sometimes you'll have one that's really high, one that's really low, and then the comps tell a completely different story. The comps are what the buyers are valuing the house at. So it doesn't matter what Zillow says. If you put your house on the market for what Zillow says and nobody's going to buy your house, you're the highest bidder for your house. Mm. It's going to sit there. That makes sense. Have you guys seen any weird houses lately, like the ones that have like two toilets facing each other and all that weird stuff? <laughs> you know, like what's you, weird about that? Well, like right. well, well, I wouldn't you don't want have to. That? Yeah, have you seen any of those? You don't have that, Lizzie? No, Lizzie, I don't. Come to our house lately. <laughs> <laughs> two toilets, but you know, like you see the funniest thing, like a window that's somewhere weird. Have you seen any weird ones like that lately? I'm trying to think if I've seen anything lately. Like if I came home and said anything, I don't. I think mean, so. I don't think I don't. Have, has that ever existed? Toilets facing each well, other. I yeah. saw it squirrel on Facebook once. Oh, yeah. it was the, like you'll see weird things like you got to go up a stairs to sit on the toilet. Like yeah. things like in old houses, somebody. You could probably create a toilet facing a toilet on AI if somebody wanted it. Yeah, could. Yeah. We had a toilet in a bidet. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the same, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> they weren't facing each other either. They were, we could hold hands next to each right. other. <laughs> How romantic. I mean, I mean that's weird. That's yeah. weird, right? Right, yeah. I, that wouldn't be my fun. Wait a minute. Did you just say you saw that? You've actually had that? Our suite had, had the hotel, in the hotel. That's in so Vegas? Right next to each other. We could hold hands. Wait a minute. In Vegas just now? Uh, yeah. The bidet and the 
and the, the toilet. toilet. That's yeah. Oh, yeah, because oh you got God. your choice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But I guess, you know, two could be in there at the same time. That's that sounds right. like a hot date. Oh, no, Lizzie, we got to stop Lizzie. She'll go. <laughs> Imagine if there was three in there. Yeah. Or four. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, right. What hotel oh. were you guys at again? Oh, okay. Dang. Oh. Yeah. Hey, was, we did check out the sphere, though. Yes. So that's, that's how news. how was you two in the sphere? Because I saw some videos before you guys went. And I was like, oh my lord, I'd never seen anything like that. So did we. So everybody, take take heed if you're going to Vegas. Yes. Uh, so we bought tickets. I bought tickets online. And we get there. It's beautiful. You walk in. They did a really great job getting everybody into the into the uh, event space. And then we get to our seats, and the entire sphere is blocked by the second level terrace. What? So entire. All we what? got to see was the stage oh, and wow. a little bit of background. So it just looked like a, looked a normal like a concert. Theater. With a, with a screen behind it. Yeah, kind of like a movie theater. So you're, where you're sitting, there's an overhang that doesn't allow you to see? overhang for about 15 rows. And wow. we were in the back row of that yep. overhang. So our experience was not oh, like no. the second level. It was a completely different show. So yeah. uh, I heard that Madison Square Garden is going to offer refunds for people sitting in those seats. But it, it was it was. It was awful. Yeah, it was. Although, <laughs> although we were saying maybe it was a blessing in disguise because Steve gets, what is it, is it not vertigo, kind of like he'll get motion sickness from a lot of those virtual reality rides. You know, those and, rides. And oh, this, I get it. If you're at all that type of person, you might want to sit in the overhang seats because uh, when you do, <laughs> just a couple of the scenes that we saw very little of, I mean, he kind of had to be like, whoa, a couple of yeah. times. You know, so mm. when you're in the thick of it, it is literally above you, next to you, all around, and it's moving, and it's all kinds of crazy stuff. Wait, Super so. cool, though. Did you, you guys get to experience it? Was there is there a price difference, or did you know to be back where you were and up? Because I bet there wouldn't be. There was not much of a price difference at all. Was that was the thing. What was left? It know? was a closer section, so I picked that. I'm like, all right, cool. And there was no big disclaimer that said that, but whoever you know, engineered and, and developed that place. They didn't think about that. They should yeah. literally in the year 2023 in Vegas. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Oh they God. shouldn't put people in those seats. And then I read too, they do like a daytime tour of the sphere and they show like a 30 minute. It's called postcards from the edge. So they're, they're introducing people to the sphere, but when they come through for those tours, they don't put anybody in those obstructed seats. Wow. So I think that's kind of sneaky. That yeah. is Vegas. sneaky. That's who who owns the sphere again? Do we know? Madison Square Garden, yes, Square New York. York. That's what you were just saying. Yeah, Gosh. Funny. Guys, hey, we love you. We got to get out at night. We'll yeah, talk we uh we'll talk new age uh, healthwellness.com next week as well as you guys continue to rock and roll with the health business that you have. Lizzie, you still you still uh, rocking and rolling? I'm rocking and rolling. I'm very happy. She's refusing to tell me how much weight she's lost. Because I, I have, I refuse to get on the scale still. I haven't been back whenever I need anything. My husband ran and got it and I don't want to be like, oh my gosh, it was only five pounds when really it was, I don't care because I feel really yeah. good about it. I'll eventually, I will, when yeah. I go back. You've I, lost weight. Oh, I, yeah, my clothes. Yeah, no, you can, I can tell. I can the clothes I haven't been in before, so or haven't been in a while. So look good. I know you guys got to go. 
Bye. Thank we you. We love you. Guys. Kathy Elbig Strick, yeah. Steve Strick, uh, Experience Real Estate Partners, Experience Realty Partners, 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. You just don't find... Uh, people who own real estate companies and mortgage companies who are this honest and knowledgeable about right. every facet yes. of the industry, give them a call. There's no pressure to give them the team a call. Let them know uh, that you saw them and enjoy them on canceltheshow.com as well. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great day. See you guys. guys. All righty. And it's probably a good thing that the Strix didn't come into studio today because uh, traffic both east and westbound yes. on Highway 40 this morning extremely crowded it it's bumper <laughs> you guys bumper would have bumper. probably been late if you're still on there just giving you an idea from Correct. its standpoint boy oh boy i'm surprised about what happened with uh the sphere we'll talk about that in a second but of course we're grateful for steve and kathy uh mm-hmm. they support us support them uh you're not going to find better people as well when it comes to uh just getting truth and and as you see you see them every week how good they are when it comes to information um also grateful for complete auto body repair I talked to Curtis yesterday, Curtis Sparks, the owner, uh, about getting him in studio. He was scheduled last Friday. He's like, I know, I'm so busy. They've got tons of events coming up. Um, We're grateful for their support at canceltheshow.com. So support them as well um, when it comes to your vehicle. Seven locations throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. If you're looking for jobs, they have tons of jobs available for techs and for salespeople. All kinds of positions, over 60 of them available when it comes to getting your car worked on or fixed. They do everything, A to Z. They've got it, complete auto body repair. They will take care of you. And of course, our friends over at Vehicle Protection Network, uh, Todd at VPC Network, Todd at VPC Network, they're still looking for another uh, person to answer the phones. Literally, their top figure, their top earners are making six figures a year. Um, six figures for answering inbound phone calls of people who are calling to check on car warranties. Um, they train you in a couple weeks and then you're off to the races to rock and roll and do everything you possibly can. This is Cancel This, Cancel and of course, Strategic Air Services, where we broadcast uh, live out of every day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time when it comes to private flying, when it comes to luxury flying, uh, you're not going to find a better place. Also, if you're a pilot, if you're looking to work in the industry, um, they're always looking for good people. You can email them at complete a, or excuse me, complete <laughs> strategicairservices.net. I was losing my mind. Strategicairservices.net. We got that scrolling for our viewers and for our listeners. Again, it's Strategic Air Services. If you want to catch up with Complete Auto Body Repair, they're at completeab.com. Once again, completeab.com. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Hey, if you haven't checked out our merchandise yet, do it. It's on our website canceltheshow.com front page. We have a button merch. You click it. It takes you to our website of merchandise. Cups, hats, new shirts are kicking all around. You see all the stuff you got there, all kinds of shirts, local delivery as well. We've also got a coffee, an organic coffee, uh, American Legacy. That is the brand, American Legacy Coffee. It's the American Legacy Coffee Company. They've got multiple selections. You let them know. Local delivery available as well. And you can even have the cancel this on a bag. We're grateful for them as well. It's the merch page. Uh, You can check it out on our website at canceltheshow.com. All right, this is the October 11th podcast, 2023. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Uh, we were talking about the um, the brutality of the attack that happened in Israel. Um, 
we switched a little bit with Kathy, but we've got a lot of things to talk about still. Um, what's going to happen with this House Speaker situation? Because at first, I, we all thought that this was a done deal. It was going to be mm-hmm. Jim Jordan in a runway. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure anymore. I'm not either. And, and it, I'm not so sure it's going to happen so fast because there was a Republican rep who came out yesterday and said, yeah, before what happened in Israel, mm-hmm. I thought this would have been taken care of in at least a month or under a month. Mm-hmm. And she's like, now I don't even know about that. Right. I, I, I don't know how that is affected. I don't know how it's affected either other than everyone is talking about it. And so they're preoccupied about it, which is, you have been saying, is all part of a, of a bigger picture. But it's like, I mean, people are, I mean, I know that Kevin McCarthy said he will not do it, but there's some scuttlebutt that now they're going to make concessions and have him do it. So, I mean, who knows? Um, they also want to change rules and maybe make in the future that it's going to take two, or now it's going to take 217 votes mm-hmm. to get you approved. Correct. So 217 have to be together uh, in their house, not 210 is what it was before. Because I believe, wasn't it 210? 210 Republicans Mm -hmm. voted them out with the Democrats. I don't know. They don't want, the bottom line is they don't want a speaker to be able to be pushed out again. Correct, correct. Like you just saw Kevin McCarthy uh, be pushed out, whether you like that or not. Correct. And Republicans are split almost down the middle on that. There's so many good conservatives that think that is good to raise that number because they still think this looks like a shit show. And then I know really good conservatives that say, no, this needed to be done. The Freedom Caucus needed to do this. And so, you know, I mean, we, we can't get it together. Um, it is funny, Matt Gates. We, we have serious talk here, but we also have fun talk as well. Joe, do you still have video up from yesterday or two days ago where Matt Gates is talking and um, he's being looked at with some goo goo gaga oh, eyes? Uh-huh. If you find it, let me know and just pop it up. By the squad. <laughs> yes. Um, it, it, in the midst of all the craziness that's going on. And she's been quiet. She has been. She has not said anything, Ilan Omar, uh, about what's happened. It has been Rashida Tlaib. It has been uh, AOC, who's, you know, she's at least come out against the terrorist attacks. Um, and if you find it great, if you don't, don't worry about it, Joe. It's no pressure. Um, I, I know that we had it in there yesterday. I think I hear it. There it is. Um, I was like, Oh my God, there was no editing done on this video. Mm-hmm. This, when Matt funny. Gates was making his points to try to get Kevin McCarthy ousted, um, <laughs> look at Ilan Omar in the background. Look at her face. I was asked to play this video, so we play it. We try to have a good time in the midst of all the horrible talk that we have to have as well. Here it is. Annual deficits. And our fellow Americans may be watching, watching wondering, how does that happen? <laughs> That is so funny. Is that real? I think the last Is that real or is that edited, Joe? You're the expert. That's definitely edited. It is. (laughs) Uh You can see her lips move that are probably not really the case. Uh Uh (laughs) I like to watch Joe watch videos because Joe's a photographer. Uh, By the way, if you need a good photographer, let us know. Let Joe know. Uh, Or have questions about editing and video. I mean, look. Robert says he's better than her brother. Oh, better than my brother. <laughs> uh huh. What does that mean? 
She married her brother. Yeah, I know, I know. So I know. she's thinking that Gates is hotter than her brother. Okay, Hello. I got it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that was our moment of smiling. Now back to the seriousness. Lisa jumps in and says the leader of Hamas is calling for a Muslim day of rage on Friday. Really? Yeah, I'm hearing it. What will we as Americans do? Hmm, question mark, question mark. That's the first I'd heard of it. I don't understand why, what the intention is. Uh, huh? Why? Well, on, on, supposedly on Friday the 13th, that it's groups similar to Black Lives Matters are going to have a day of retaliation. So, a retaliation for what? That they're going to be mean to people who are not in agreement with what's happening over with the Palestinians. <sighs> so think about that. But I mean, really think about that. So you, if this is true, and this is even going to happen, you'd want to arm yourself because these people are going to hurt Jewish people, even St. Louis County has beefed up their police. They don't know of any serious threat right now, but they are saying that they're going to have to look at both, you know, both of their churches, mosques and Jewish temples, because there's going to be fighting. But who is the only one that's coming out and saying that they're going to be abusive is the Black Lives Matter sympathizers. And so, but here's the irony of all of it. Areas that I live in, we don't have BLM signs, and and we're gunned up, so we're probably not going to be hurt. But who who is going to be hurt are these bigger cities where you've got a lot of millennials and white lunatic liberals who don't carry guns, and they think that everybody's kumbaya, and they're the one that's going to be just walking down the sidewalk in the city and get their head knocked in by a frying pan. I mean, that's that's going to happen. So that's this Friday. That's this Friday. And, and police are already beefing up for that, at least in the St. Louis metropolitan area. Now, St. Charles County, they're not saying anything about it because it's not going to happen out there. And if they do, we'll take care of it. But I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll take care of it. But it's like all over the country. That's the same F-A? thing. F-A-F-O. F-A-F-O. Come on over here. We've got more than a frying pan, people. we got more than your BLM sign. Oh, my God. That could certainly happen. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I did want to let you guys know about something, and I know it kind of... It, it, well, well, we'll just go with this whole political thing because of Joe Biden's horrible response yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, there's still 20 Americans unaccounted for after 11 dead. Uh, what would Trump be doing right now? Well, first of all, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, if Trump exactly. Was here, first I, of all. I agree. I and do agree. Second of all, it and it's been, easy to say that after the fact, but there's no, no it doubt in my mind. Happening. But it would have been an eye. I mean, it's eye. easy for people to armchair quarterback, but with Trump, he had a history and a track record Correct. to believe him from that standpoint. He would have already set. What, what, what did they call those bombs, those big Mo bombs? They already would have been shot over there. Uh, there's new the morning consult polls, and I don't know if I sent you a mm-hmm. pick or not, Joe. If I did, great. If I didn't, that's fine. I don't know if I did. We, we didn't have a chance to go over it. Um, I don't need it to tell you the new information, mm-hmm. but what videos? Uh, no, not a video. I said a pick for the morning consult. I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but what I'm saying is, is that you've got a situation now where. You've got, and, and if you didn't, I'll send it to you now. It's just another. Yeah, there's bit. no pick. Yeah, other than the KJP picker. The the morning council polling. Mm-hmm. Okay, they it's about four thousand people that they um, polled in regards to the Republican primary, and guess who is continuing to dominate? It is the Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I just sent that to you, Joe. Okay, um, it's coming. Donald Trump's lead 
is growing and growing, growing and, and growing. growing. Even after the the New York situation last week when he had to sit in court, all it's doing is promoting him anymore. If you're a candidate and you're having to deal with Donald Trump, it's kind of embarrassing because you can be an amazing candidate, but it's not your go around. Donald Trump's support right now listed at 61%. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating the hell out of the liberal media. And the best way to try to eliminate Trump is not allow him to have had these headlines. He continues to get headlines um, over and over and over again. You think the left would have learned their lesson by now. It makes no sense to me. Uh, Joe Biden was in a very bad, bad situation. Of course, this attack on Israel happens. And then Joe gets to come out yesterday in a position of power. And he even blew that. So I'm not surprised. Uh, You see the rest of the list that's there. DeSantis in second place, 49% percentage points back. 49. Ramazwamey in third place at 9%. Haley at 6%. I can't believe Pence still gets 5%. How about Christie? Is is it more surprising that Chris Christie gets 3% or Pence at 5%? I am surprised that either one of them are that high. I mean, I would have thought they would have been non-existent at all. And that... And eyebrow guy has 1%, but I think he even stepped out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eyebrow guy, Bergham. Yeah, he has 1%. Oh. <laughs> he even has 1% and he, and he dropped out. So it's not going so well um, for the rest of the field. We, we know that for sure. It's, it's all about Donald Trump dominating mm-hmm. and everything that's happening right there. Um, we had one other thing, too, that I wanted to get to. Um, um <sighs> For the first time, we have a politician from Canada, and just listen to the sound. You can't make the stuff up. Now we're starting to, the scorecard is now starting to be played again. And if you are somebody who is unvaccinated and you dealt with any kind of uh, horrible situations in your life, well, you now have the first major world politician apologizing to the unvaccinated. This is Danielle Smith. Mm-hmm. We're gonna hear we're gonna show you her sound. She is the premier of Alberta, Canada, big position, first major elected politician in the world, by the way, to issue what I will call a pretty heartfelt apology to unvaccinated people and the crimes that she says were put on them for not being cupcaked in any standpoint. Will we see more politicians? taking the stance. The community that faced the most restrictions on their freedoms in the last year were those who made a choice not to be vaccinated. I don't think I've ever experienced a situation in my lifetime where a person was fired from their job or not allowed to watch their kids play hockey or not allowed to go visit a loved one in long-term care or hospital or not allowed to go get on a plane to either go across the country to see family or even travel across the border. So they have been the most discriminated against group that I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. That's a pretty extreme level of discrimination that we have seen. I don't take away any of the discrimination that I've seen in those other groups that you mentioned, but this has been an extraordinary time in the last uh, year in particular. And I want people to know that I find that unacceptable, that we are not going to create a segregated society on the basis of a, of a medical choice. 
the community that faced the most restrictions on their freedoms in the last year were those who made a choice not to be vaccinated. I don't think I've ever experienced a situation in my lifetime where a person was fired from their job or not allowed to watch their kids play hockey or not allowed to go visit a loved one in long-term care or hospital or not allowed to go get on a plane to either go across the country to see family or even travel across the border. So they have been the most discriminated against group that I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. That's a pretty extreme level of discrimination that we have seen. I don't take away any of the discrimination that I've seen in those other groups that you mentioned, but this has been an extraordinary time. All right, we wanted to run that over for you so you could hear her two times say what she was saying. Yeah. Uh, does it anger you? I, I, it does anger. Thank you. Um, too little, too late. Yeah, it's way too little, too late. But I do appreciate that she's saying it. I think most of us that chose to stay unvaxxed by choice would have looked at her and said, we already knew this. We did our research so long ago. You're telling us things we already know. However, if they ever try to do it again, I'm glad that there's people going on record and apologizing. Yes, I am, because they'll, they'll try it again at some point. And as bad as it was in the United States, just think about this. It was far worse in Canada. Yes. yes <laughs> just remember, sure. I have Canadian friends. It was far worse in Canada if that was something that you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And like Vindy's saying, it's validation. So I, I'm not angry that she was saying. It just gave us validation and vindication. So I'm happy about that. So I'm glad. I'm glad that she did it, and I hope more do it. I hope a whole bunch of politicians come out and do it. I don't think we're going to hear it. I think it's just going to be blown over, but I hope that we all remember that. And, and if we felt, if any of you felt forced to take it and you didn't want it, I'm not talking to people who took it and wanted it, but people who absolutely didn't want it and felt forced or guilted by people, I hope you stay strong the next time and, and find people that there's vindication. So, you know, I, I, I think that they may not try it again. I, I don't know. I, I think that they're pushing it and pushing it for a reason, and it's probably just money, but it worked no, once. It was a step in the right direction. Yeah, I, I and, agree. And this is why I, I said agree. we weren't going to see what we saw before. We're just not. I, I hope and, not. I hope not. And I think we would have already seen it had that was if that was going to happen. But when I see things like that, um, I'm like, whoa, wait a second. This has to change. Yeah. I mean, this... It has to change when it comes to the messaging. And the way that you change in the messaging is what just happened. You have leaders like this willing to stand up there when you see evidence and say, okay, shame on us the first time around. Mm -hmm. This ain't going to happen again. Mm -hmm. um, now, does anything happen for those people who lost something? Who were treated in a poor manner? Who may have lost a job? Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about uh, Donald Trump being reelected and giving back pay mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. military who lost positions, who lost money, mm -hmm. um, and that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, Mr. Bland says, next time it'll be over climate or some other crisis that is conjured up. Yeah, they'll think of something else. They, they will. They'll think of something else. I mean, because we're already into getting into October, the middle of October. Mm-hmm. And we haven't dealt with a situation like that right now. Plus, we've got all these other things that are going on right now. I right, mean, right. <clears throat> there's so many world events as we talk about. The news cycle, 
going up and down and all around, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Donna says viruses and vaccinations of all kind cause an immune response, some good, some bad. And I just didn't know if you think back a year ago, maybe, yeah, just a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. if you would have ever thought that you'd have politicians. And granted, it's not an American politician mm-hmm. standing up and saying something like this. No, I didn't. I didn't think because too much time has gone by mm. now. And I didn't. I would have liked it like Troy is saying that the COVID virus and the jab was designed to depopulate. I, that is the bigger picture that I think was going on. But I am with you, Vic. I don't think I'd ever see any sort of vindication or apology in this. So I'm happy. I am happy to hear that she's saying that because it's never. It. Some people think it's too late to apologize. I don't think it's ever too no, late to apologize. No, it helps. It may not have the effect. Correct. That Correct. we want or yes. that you think it should have. Yes. <clears throat> but also at the end of the day, as you say, it helps for the next time. Yes. It helps to make sure. Oh, we're not going to go through this crap again. Mm-hmm. We've been here once. Um, we remember what you told us the last time. This time, we're not going to let it happen. This time, we're going to make sure mm-hmm. that you remember. And I think they know think with what happened with the CDC. Yeah. With what happened with the World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it is funny. I want to get this out there, too. Um, Joe's running all around before we jump in with Ham, our friend Ham, uh, with Route 66. Um, I wanted to play this because I thought it went well with that. Joe Projo, when you get a chance, you just give me a thumbs up. There's video that one with Aaron Rodgers. It's labeled Rodgers. If you, we know what Aaron Rodgers did last week. Aaron Rodgers called Travis Kelsey Pfizer boy or Mister Pfizer boy, if you remember that, because he's promoting Pfizer. Yes, and because Travis Kelsey was a NFL player who took a knee mm-hmm. when all of that was going. Now I know he's beloved because he's a Kansas City Chief and he's dating Taylor Swift allegedly, or whatever they got going on. So Travis responded to Aaron Rodgers calling him um, Pfizer boy when I think he made something about John, he made a quote to him about Johnson and Johnson and, you know, making fun of him saying that, you know, he had said initially that he was vaccinated. Well, Aaron Rodgers was on a podcast yesterday or he was on the show, the, the Pat McAfee show, a very popular show. And here's what Aaron Rodgers said about Travis Kelsey's comment back to him. You know, Mr. Pfizer said he didn't think he would be in a vax war with me. Oh, boy. This ain't a war, homie. This is just conversation. But if you want to have some sort of uh, duel, <laughs> debate, <laughs> have me on the podcast. Come on the show. Let's have a conversation. Oh, oh okay. Pass it up. Let's do it like uh, like in uh, John Wick 4, right? So we both have a second. Nice. Right? So somebody to help us out. I'm going to take my man, RFK Jr. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As yeah. an independent. Hell yeah. Right? And he can mm-hmm. have, you know, Tony Fauci or oh. some other pharmacrat. And we can have a conversation about this. Okay. Well, I'm happy we got that sorted. Thought for sure you were going with Rogan. That's funny. I'm sorry. That's funny when you get into the whole talk about that. Um, a, a, a COVID war <laughs> between Aaron Rodgers and Travis Kelsey. And I've never heard the term a pharmacrat. A pharmacrat. <laughs> I've never heard of a pharmacrat. Um, I'm going to use that word now. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, and, and as we bring in um, our, fr- our, our friend, Hamid Hamra, did I pronounce the last name correct 
All right. Good morning, man. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you? We're glad to have you in. Um, Route 66. Um, we've got a new partner on the show. We've been telling you about Route 66 uh, in regards to the cannabis industry. So many people, Ham, listeners, viewers uh, on the show said, man, can you find somebody to promote and work with and do the best that you can for their company and promoting what they're about out in the West County area? of St. Louis in the St. Charles County area. Could we get some stores out there? Well, guess what? Yes, we did. We've got Ham. Ham, first of all, welcome into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm glad you're in. Can you let people know uh, about Route 66, how you got involved? Because uh, you've been a super successful businessman when it comes to this. Well, good morning, and thanks for having me on the show. Uh, never done a podcast, so this is kind of cool. And all the things you've done? <laughs> not, yeah. You're I, cutting I've, edge, though. I've done one, but it was uh, not on camera. But kind of how it, the background of how this all got started, uh, I've been in mortgage banking for 23-plus years and started doing uh, loans for athletes back in the day, mostly NFL and hockey, and kind of leveraged my way into management and then eventually building a group here in St. Louis. And while that was happening, I was starting to think about other businesses and I've always kind of been into the plant-based um, thought process with anything, whether it was food or other things. And, you know, I knew the cannabis industry was going to eventually happen in St. Well, in Missouri and um, called a few people and they said, you're not too late and put a business plan together. And, you know, we just started. And four years later, here we are, you know, we've built a pretty big company. We have about 150 employees now. Um, I have five locations, five dispensaries, and we also sell to 100 other dispensaries across the state of Missouri. What we're really proud of is our Ostara brand, which is our line of gummies and vapes. And the reason that's such a big deal for us, I always had problems sleeping personally, mm -hmm. and I still do. And we created this uh, gummy called Rest Gummies. And um, I gotta tell you, it's, I'm, I take it every night, it's 10 milligrams. And I sleep, I don't know, like six, seven hours, like deep sleep. Oh, that's good. And now it's the number one selling gummy uh, in Missouri when it comes for, for people that have sleeping disorders or just need proper rest. What's it called? Uh, it's Ostara. It's, it's the Ostara the, gummy. It's the Ostara brand, but the, the actual uh, one for sleeping is called Rest, R-E-S-T. Hmm. A lot of us need that. So... Um, I never smoked in high school or college, so getting in an industry um, that's about cannabis, I just hired a lot of amazing people from Colorado and uh, California and brought like people that just understand how to do it. But one of the things we talked about was, how do we create a product for people to be able to have a good night's sleep? And that's kind of our thing. So it, we have other lines. Um, we have Rise, which is more of an upper for people that are active. It's got B12 in it. Everything we do is sun-grown. We don't, we don't use any chemicals. Everything is organic. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. So we have five dispensaries, and it's, uh, I, every day I wake up and I'm like, this is the craziest world I've ever been in because <laughs> I traded in a suit and tie. I recently retired from the mortgage industry, mortgage banking, so two months out of that and running the company full-time as far as my role goes. We, you know, we have an amazing president and general counsel and CFO. We, we have a whole team. So I think they're kind of confused that I'm just showing up to the office now. But 
they've they've accepted me, so I'm good. Hey, can you remind people where the Route 66 uh, locations are so that people can find out where the best locations are for them or the closest ones where they may be throughout their days? Absolutely. So we have a location on South Grand. Uh, we have one in Maplewood slash Dogtown, uh, and you can go to our website and see all the like exact addresses. Uh, we have a location in Winsville. Uh, we have a location in St. Peter's. And our newest location, which took a little bit more time, is actually by West County Mall in De Pere. And um, that's, you know, one of our nicer ones as far as, like, aesthetically on how we built it out, kind of to fit the model. But it was the old Paper Dolls building. So we're right next to McAllister's, Chick-fil-A. Oh, that's always good. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to show some video of that store, too. And uh, just letting everybody know that the website is route66cannabis.com. Once again, that's route66cannabis.com. I've talked with Ham. We'll figure out some sort of way to track your sales. We'll figure out some sort of coupon or discount at some point, right, Ham? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the beautiful things about our company, we're very friendly with other cannabis owners, and, and we have learned on how to cohabitate and work together. So we carry a lot of products that other cannabis companies have developed in our stores and vice versa. So if it's not necessarily, if you don't have a Route 66 near you, but you want, let's say the rest gummy, you could walk into any other dispensary and most will have it. And if they don't, it's okay, ask for it and they'll put it on the list to order it. We do the same thing when someone comes in and ask for something we don't have and we start to hear about it, we just call that other place and say, hey, we like to carry your product because it's a win-win for everyone. And we're getting questions right now. A lot of people want to know information about the products. Um, do your products, Ham, at Route 66 list the amount of THC on them? Absolutely. So everything that we sell um, has full disclosure of what's in it. And we can go ahead and show those videos, Joe, whenever you want to rock and roll. We have those videos. And uh, continuing to ask the questions. We'll figure out discounts as we talked about. You can go to the website, once again, as we were just talking about, Route66Cannabis.com, Route66Cannabis.com. Uh, when you go into and you get your products, let them know. Let the people working the desk, hey, I, I saw a ham on, or I, I watch you guys on cancelthisshow.com so that um, they get an idea. Also, um, I know somebody who had one of your, uh, and correct me, I think I'm saying it right, your Cubana, is that your flower, who had and said that they absolutely loved it? Yeah, so Cubana is our newest line. We named it after Cuba, Missouri. So that's where we grow. Uh, we have a 50,000 square foot facility, indoor, outdoor. So we produce everything in Cuba, Missouri, and we manufacture everything in Cuba, Missouri. And so uh, when we asked the staff what's a good name, they came up with Cubana, which we love. And so that's more of our higher grade flower. And, um, and right now, the only thing that we've rolled out is a blunt line with Cubana. And we're going to get into other things with Cubana. Okay. I love that name. I love oh, Cuba, Missouri. If you've not been to Cuba, Missouri, it's so cute. Yeah, and for people who want, want to understand, it's Route 66. Once again, Route 66, R-O-T, or R-O-O-T 66. And I, I think, have we already run the video, Joe? Have we been running videos? No, I was. I, I didn't know if it had no, sound. No, it, just, just play it? Well, yeah, some of them may if have. I just It through, doesn't matter. We can still show the video you can or you can just pull the sound down i just want to give people an idea this is the store uh at de pair this is his newest location that's right um i mean i can only really imagine when you start businesses up i mean you get better and better at this when you do store after store you've already grown five stores 
no pun intended, together, uh, showing people video. Well, look, we've got a bunch of videos that we're going to show, and you can just continue to run them, Joe, as we talk uh, over this. Uh, are there plans for more stores? Well, <laughs> Uh, of course, everybody would love to have more stores. You know, you're very limited in the state of Missouri on your stores. So you had to have applied with your business plan, your security plan, all of that stuff. And whatever the state uh, awarded you as far as licenses, that's all you get, right? So we were very fortunate to have won 10 licenses between growing and dispensaries. So the only way to get another store is to buy someone else's license out. Um, this is a very time-consuming and extremely expensive project, each store. So for right now, we're good with our five stores um, to manage them. We, we, we want to kind of keep that small mom and pops feel so we can constantly uh, create amazing products. Uh, I don't have any intentions of making this so big where like I lose touch with how this all started. Yeah, that makes total sense. Talking uh, with Hamid Hamra, I call him Ham. Um, when you look at the products, what separates you guys? What's the what? What separates your company? What separates you guys in the products? Is it because you grow your own things? Is it because you have this vertical integration with a business where you can do so much? There's a couple things that separate us out. And there's other people in the space that would kind of follow our lead. Uh, so we're a full vertical, which means we can uh, cultivate, we can manufacture, we can dispense. There's only 24 uh, companies in the state of Missouri that are full verticals. We're one of them. I think what separates us a little bit more is um, all of our distillate, everything that we create to put into gummies and to our vapes, it's all sun grown, right? So we use the power of the sun to grow our, our uh, flower. Um, so it gives it a little bit different flavor and a little bit different feel. Um, and that's why I think our gummies have been so successful. But there's a lot of amazing cannabis companies in the state of Missouri and we love supporting them all because we all work together. Um, we're getting comments from the comment line too. If you didn't see, uh, somebody said you, you have great marketing strategies. <laughs> so oh, uh, we're working hard. We're actually revamping our website a little bit more. We're going to have more descriptions on products. That's one thing that we've we've gotten feedback on. So this website will be getting it's getting a facelift as we speak. And now we've we've joined with STL Bucket List. So we're doing more advertisement. Uh, we're doing more stuff on Instagram. But I, I appreciate the comments. Um, marketing is like a big deal to me personally. And um, we're very fortunate that we've been able to, you know, align ourselves with other good companies such as you guys even to, to be able to, you know, get our name out there. And we want to do that. We believe in what you're doing, too. We were joking earlier about Aaron Rodgers calling uh, Kelsey or supporters of certain industries pharmacrats. And we have just seen the advantages that citizens, humans can get when you don't have to dive into pharma so much, when you can use natural products, That's right. products that Route 66 makes. And uh, Joe is one of them. Joe uses tons of products. You use on a daily basis, right? I do. I do. As, as a matter of fact, I was just going to ask him, uh, on October 1st, a uh, uh, sales tax rate hike just went in effect from 6% to 12%. What are your thoughts on that? You know... <laughs> It's a touchy subject with tax because you never know where the money's going. Uh, I, I don't know if it's 100% official because it's there's, there's been some talks back and forth. I know on the Illinois side, it's even higher because when Missouri went wreck, we saw an influx of uh, new business coming our way just because of the difference in sales tax. Um, so, I, so do you think that this is a repercussion of it becoming recreational and not just medical? That's correct. Now, okay. if you do have a medical card, which you could still get, and Missouri is very flexible on getting um, medical cards, you will, there's a difference 
in your sales tax rate. Um, I don't I don't know the exact number offhand, but there is a I think it's like a three percent difference in the sales tax rate. Gotcha. But one of the one of the interesting things about why I got in the industry is because I I'm just I don't take a lot of even when I have a headache I just wing it right I, I don't want a bunch of drugs right. in me and we have so many people that come in that either you know don't have appetite to eat or are cancer patients or in just pain we sell creams um, for people that have like joint aches so it's not just I think there's a big stigma about oh we're, you guys just sell joints and everybody gets high and that's that's not true. There's so much more. Uh, There's so much more. And we have so many people that come in just for pain relief because they don't want to buy all these drugs. So um, it's really interesting to see our clientele when you're in the store because it's not the stereotypical thought process what people Mm -hmm. think is going to be walking in. Are you getting ages of all kinds, Ham? We get ages of all kinds. Believe it or not, um, majority of our clientele is over 60. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I totally get it, yeah. and I I understand it. It makes sense. Yeah. I have a friend that has <clears throat> never used, has never ever walked in a dispensary, but she broke her elbow, and they gave her very strong drugs, and she's like, "Gosh, I just don't think I want to take that." So she, for the first time, and she's over sixty, went into a dispensary and found relief. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and the technology, you know, just the science behind it is always advancing, and I'm always interested to see like what what else are coming up with. I know that there's some something in the works for appetite suppressants that's coming out, but it's a natural thing. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see if that ever comes out. How many products? Do you have any idea how many products you sell at your stores? Oh, I mean, because I'm in there looking at going. Oh my gosh, there are products all over the place. So we're one of the very uh, few stores in the state that carry a lot of products because we like the diversity of products for our clientele. So there's over 200 products easily inside the store. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and what's really interesting is you have to have really good butt tenders uh, that really explain what each product does. So when you walk into one of our stores, the first question we ask is like, "What's going on? What are you looking for?" Like you know. And we don't just try to just say, oh, are you here for a joint or here's some gummies? We want to know what you're really looking to accomplish. This way, you know, we can explain to you what each product does. And once our clients really know what each product does, it's interesting because then they'll pre-order it the next time because they just order it, they come pick it up and walk out. And if you go into a store, let me know, let their bud tenders know, we'll take care of you one way or the other. If you get the product before we get something up on the website, um, because we will have that information up on cancelthisshow.com. Once again, cancelthisshow.com. Five stores right now with hundreds of products available. Um, Do you go in and just look at you know, the, that you'll have customers and, and people in your stores and think to yourself, Ham, it's like, wow, who would have ever thought that Missouri would be at this point, this fast, as one of the fastest and, um, I guess, most grossing states in the country in their first year uh, to year and a half of selling cannabis. I, I do wake up every morning and I pinch myself. I First, I can't believe Missouri is, you know, wreck. Um, and you've got bordering states that didn't even go medical. So that's also helping. Uh, I think the funniest part is my own my own father, you know, He's very uh, conservative. Just stick with what you're doing. Don't change jobs or careers. <laughs> and uh, when I told him I was starting this venture four years ago, you know, my dad, you know, he's, you know, went to college in the 70s and he's like, you know, so now you're going to sell grass? And I'm like, <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that term in a long time. Grass? Joe, do and, you still uh, hear that term at all? Grass? 
I haven't heard that since the 70s. Yeah. So uh, I said, what do you know about grass dead? He goes, well, I smoked it once, but uh, I can't believe this is what you want to do. And so he was like, it's high risk. And, you know, just, just stick with what you're doing. And then four years later, he thinks I'm the smartest guy ever. You know, it's like, I knew you could do this. And I'm like, oh, OK, here we go. That's kind of dads. Yeah. But isn't it? Yeah, dads are always <laughs> like that. They want to be conservative in nature. And then when you succeed, oh, I knew you could do it. Yeah. And, and you've been a very successful businessman, but you didn't come you know, from some massive amount of money. You grew up in Columbia, Missouri, right? Yeah, we moved around a lot. So we, we moved from our country when I was six because of the war. So we like- And what country is that? It was Iran. So my dad worked for the American government. We were one of the very few people that were lucky enough to get out of the country. Uh, the night we left, uh, that was it. The airport shut down for eight years. So we, we moved to Germany for a while until we got to the United States. And then I moved around a lot and uh, because my dad would just take every job position within the company he was working with that was, you know, uh, I guess a promotion. So I think I went to like seven or eight different schools up until high school. So I was always starting from the beginning. And of course, you know, when you don't have like a common American name and, you know, you're learning English and it's like, yeah, it's tough. Right. And so we did not grow up wealthy at all uh, in my country. We had money, but we left everything behind. So when I moved to St. Louis, I literally had maybe a thousand bucks to my name. Wow. And uh, just worked my way up, you know, by just grinding. And, you know, I got in the mortgage industry after college and I would just make hundreds of calls every day and visit realtors. And, you know, um, I'm a big believer if you've never tasted the bottom, like you'll never appreciate the top, right? And and I've, I've this happened to me twice. So after I became successful, 2008, 2009, the mortgage meltdown happened. Mm -hmm. And I almost lost everything just because of the industry. I got laid off from the bank, um, so sold my car. I was uh, parking cars on the side on the weekends because we just had a new baby, so I was trying to just put food on the table. Mm -hmm. So I've lost it almost twice and rebuilt it, but this time it's different because you know, you've know you learned so much from all the things that have happened. I'm more diversified, but it's not because it was high risk. It was just because of you know how the economy went. So. Um, uh, I, I just love helping other people that are um, entrepreneurs and want to start something from scratch. Uh, I think it's it truly is the American dream. Well, wow, well said too, and we appreciate you jumping in with Route sixty six. We're going to continue to have um, Ham, his team, his stores on on Wednesdays, uh, focusing on Weed Wednesday segments, so to speak, how they can help certain people. Uh, we're going to do a lot of focus on products because you really promote individual products. You're about products all over the state and not just in your stores, as you said, but products that you're putting out in other stores as well. Um, I'm curious, Donna says real quick before you go, does insurance cover it if you have a medical card? I don't know the exact answer. Some insurance companies might. Um, it just depends. I think, you know, on the next show, we're going to have like actual experts from our stores that are true butt tenders, and they'll be able to answer a lot of those questions. Uh, I always tell everyone, don't ask me anything about like, how do you, how do you design it, your formulas, what's in it? I'm not that guy, right? I, I don't have a chemistry background. I'm truly a business person. But the people that we will uh, be bringing to your show will know all those answers. And man, wait till you ask them questions because they're really into it. That's their world. They love it. Well, we love your graphics too, your Route 66 dispensary name. Did you come up with that yourself or did you buy that for somebody? No, we, we came up with it as a group a uh, long time ago. It was actually one of our uh, partner's uh, daughter. Uh, we were tinkering with the name and she 
she was like talking about Route 66 because we had talked about the highway sign, but we spelled it as if the root of a plant instead mm -hmm. of, you know, like the highway of Route 66. So uh, we, we twisted a little bit, but it's funny because people love our colors and our logo and um, we're proud of it. So thank you. Uh, Ham, thanks for joining us today, my friend. We'll continue to promote uh, Route 66 and your uh, star lines. And of course, we'll continue to uh, bring people the information they want. We'll talk about those products every Wednesday. And um, for people who want to check out their stores right now, of course, you can go and check out their website, Root, R O O T, Root 66 Cannabis.com. That's Root. 66cannabis.com. They've got stores in St. Peter's. Uh, you were just talking about stores in what? Wentzville, Wentzville. Dogtown. South Grand and our newest location in De Pere. And when you go in, let them know you saw ham on canceltheshow.com <clears throat> and we'll take care of a, a, a coupon of some kind. We'll yeah, get to so that. what we're going to do actually is if, if you saw the show and you walk into one of our stores, Route 66, and you say you've seen us and you're a first time customer walking in, uh, then we'll give you 20% off your entire purchase. Oh, All right. Great. Um, and in our world, there's no discounts in the cannabis industry. Exactly. I'd like to just throw that out there. Um, it's very heavily regulated, but we can do first-time customers. We also have a loyalty program. So there's times where we can do it. It's just not a very common thing. Pam, you're brilliant. Thank you for taking time Thanks. with us today, my friend. Um, we'll catch up a little bit later today. Uh, the graphic looks great. The show looks great. The company's doing extremely well. It's Route 66, and uh, we're grateful uh, to have a partnership with you, buddy. Yeah, same. All right, Appreciate we'll talk you. to you later. That was uh, Hamid Hamra. We call him Ham with Route 66. Uh, now you see why the company's doing so well. You got a guy that can market from that standpoint. And um, we'll continue to promote Route 66. And if you have any questions, uh, let me know. Um, I can hook you up with Ham. Um, we can hook you up with somebody from their store. And of course, um, we'll get you associated with it. So interesting, the timing, <coughs> excuse me, with it, um, when you hear about Iran mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and they fled, yeah. you know, they fled Iran yeah. and came here. And I know a little bit about his background, came here with basically nothing yeah, he said less to have a chance dollars. to have a chance for freedom. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. That is a, that is a beautiful, true American success story. It's, it's living the American dream. Well, it's not easy. Um, <laughs> trying to go out and start things and um, start businesses, that's for sure, especially oh, yeah, in this day and age. Rough. It's rough. And, and a lot of people, to his point of when 2008, so many business owners lost everything, but you learned something about it. You know, that we almost lost our preschools during that period of, of time, too, but you just have to stick with it and you come out the other side stronger, even though you hate it at the time. Well, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro. Joe. One other topic I wanted to get into today that I think we have time is we promoted yesterday that Riley Gaines, mm -hmm. former swimmer who stands up for women's rights when it comes to sports, was trying to have a speech event at yeah. Penn State University. Well, the president, after initially saying, well, of course we need to have her, we're all about free speech, mm -hmm. First Amendment, canceled her speech. Well, she went out yesterday uh, and, and sat on public property and had a table and was just minding her own business. And then the transgender community came out and started this. Check out the video of what they were doing. And by the way, yeah, we'll tell you what happened afterwards. What? Get the fuck out of my face! <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Why should I be transphobic? You are transphobic. No. What the fuck is the sign you're holding right now, huh? Get this shit out. Whoa. Yo. That's on camera, right? Calm down. That's scary. That is scary, and they all have masks on their face. I'm sorry, but that's so asinine. <laughs> The one with the mask. The one, Just all of them. <laughs> all, all the ones with the masks are the ones you need to arrest here. Are we being Can you let go of me? Are we being arrested? Can you fucking let go of me? Don't touch me. Are we being detained? Are we being, someone, are we being detained? Yes. Okay. No. Am I being arrested? You can put it on. Okay, you can put it in the back. I just don't want it to spill all over. Uh, all right, fine. What's he being arrested for? It's really calling up right now. What's that mean? Well, the best part is watching them get handcuffed. I loved it. I love that part of it. You know what? It, this is the best part. Shame on you for going and trying to start shit. Yes. Yes. And why do you have to be so mean? Uh, you're going to have to deal with people that you don't like mm -hmm. saying things that they don't like. You don't go up and get in somebody's face and destroy their table mm -hmm. because they're in a place where you don't want them to be. Mm -hmm. You don't say the things I want to hear. So I'm going to throw a temper tantrum with my mask on. your table and all your stuff everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, as this show has stated before, if you want to be transgender, you're allowed. If you want to go through a surgery, you're allowed. If you feel like you should be something else, you get to. Um, but if you start yelling and destructing other people for saying what they're saying, and they're peaceful, that's a problem. That's against the law. Like Derek says, you're a meanie head. And the thing I hate about it, it doesn't give the transgender community <clears throat> any sort of a, a good feeling. No, it do it doesn't. And that's so sad. By just a few people screwing things mm -hmm. up. Because there, there wasn't a lot of them, actually. <clears throat> what was there, a handful of them? But it's like, it screams. And it actually is sad. Because I can't tell if... The Nasty things were screamed at... Um, Riley Gaines oh, yesterday oh, and sure. her team as well. Like very nasty, nasty, nasty. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and, and and what and are these kids? They're one of two things. They're either such entitled brats or they're extremely sad, self-loathing that they have to ask act like that. I mean, it's it's one of the two. Well, what happened, and this is a great question from a viewer, what would happen if the tables were overturned? No pun intended after we just saw right, <laughs> Riley right. Gaines' table. Uh, what if you had straight white men, you evil devils, yes, you running up to tables men. and flipping the tables over of transgenders. Mm -hmm. It depends on where it was at because some police officers would look at you and go, okay, just knock it off, Vic. Just knock it off. But then other areas, you'd be hauled off and you'd be sitting in the Huskow. That was at Penn State University where that was all going to take place yesterday. And, and that's where the video came out. And once again, it, was, it wasn't some massive ordeal, but we promoted it yesterday. So we wanted to follow up to let you know that some of those things were, were coming on. Um, Linda says she loves the clips now. 
of Candace Owens flipping these people on their heads with counter arguments. Oh, yeah, there are certain people you go out to colleges or you go out and you have speeches and then you take questions from mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, it's interesting. Dave says that black woman has multiple arrests. She's on TikTok, always causing trouble. Mm-hmm. So she is clearly on a payroll somewhere. Yeah, so as we've talked about than, with mm-hmm. Ferguson in the past, many of the people that came in and started all the crap in Ferguson were paid mm-hmm. people. If you want to call them actors. Um, from other cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a friend who was there. He was a photographer and he said um, four of the people said they were they drove in from Chicago. Yes, and they came in on buses and they just would hide the buses a couple streets over. Uh, yeah. Um, Eric says a lot of these kids have entitlement problems that need to be corrected and corrected fast. Absolutely. Uh, Donna calls it uh, clickbait mm-hmm. um, or mm-hmm. clickbait if that's what you meant to say. Those things happen. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, we try to cover all the stories. It's just, we all want it to be a better place. We do just for truth to be put out there. Um, you, you don't, cause you don't like what somebody else is saying, go get to stop them from saying what they mm-hmm. want to say. Mm-hmm. And of course we'll continue to um, follow um, what's going on in Israel. We'll have that tomorrow too, because uh, Israel's now striking back and they are going to absolutely crush anything and everything in their way. And you'll probably see videos of kids. You'll probably see videos of women dying uh, in the streets. Um, Israel has said that they go in and they're showing video of telling people to please leave. We're going to take this building down because it is a building of a terrorist member or this is where terrorist activity is occurring. And then they'll go on and do it. So if people don't leave and they are killed, then obviously you're going to have another situation. Correct. Correct. Um, but we'll continue to follow it all. We'll see where the House Speaker vote starts to go today and what comes out of that. And tomorrow we also have a guest as well. Don't we, don't we have a guest tomorrow for we, Thursday? We do. It's one of our listeners' <coughs> son who is, I would call them a gen a Gen Z, I guess. It's not really, he's not really a millennial. He's in his 20s and he has a lot of good truth. I've been asking listeners to please send your millennial on our show. And he's, he's very outspoken. He works at the GM plant. So he's got a lot of things to say from a conservative bent from a Gen Xer. Okay. Z, Z, I always get those confused. No, that's it's, all it's right. It's the last letter of the alphabet. <laughs> the last letter. <clears throat> well, guys, we appreciate you joining us today for Cancel This. I'll look forward to that interview tomorrow. Um, so we say thank you. That does it for this October 11th podcast of CancelThisShow.com. For Pro Joe, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got to get out of here. I guess they're drinking water. I'm cuffing all over myself. Uh, Lizzie Sparks, I'm Vic Faust. Guys, have an awesome day. Thanks again for supporting the show.